0: This is Sarah and this is Rachel and this is the Ripper Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart episode by episode the Vampire Diaries. Warning, this is a rewatch podcast. We always, always, always bring up spoilers, talk about how they relate to this current episode.
1: This week, we're talking about season two, episode 10, The Sacrifice. This episode is where Elena and Rose go to get more answers about... The sun and moon curse and what's going on. It's mm-hmm. pretty much it.
0: Yeah, it's a big answers episode, you know, like we've been having a lot recently that are like sort of big monumental moments, but mm-hmm. this one is more of like a, an information dump. Some, yeah. some stuff happens, but it's a lot of discovering things, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Um, And then, you know, just to jump, let's just jump into it uh the first is not a discovery well there's a little bit of a discovery (laughs) yeah (laughs) in a way
1: (laughs) um yes so
0: so to get into it elena is sleeping yeah um and you sort of see dr martin is you know who we just met in the last episode jonas is that i think his
1: name name is jonas yeah Yeah. luca's dad yes luca's
0: dad dad is watching her he's like sneaking around her house um, she kind of wakes up as if she like senses somebody being there. Yeah. And she goes to investigate a sound and instead of finding Dr. Martin, she finds a shirtless Alaric <laughs> with Jenna wearing like a man's button up um and Alaric like he has a bowl of ice creamy he officer he's like chunky monkey <laughs> it's so funny so that's the discovery in yeah that's
1: yeah the little sequence. discovery yeah, yeah that Alaric has been staying over a lot more which yeah yeah Alaric is obviously embarrassed so he kind of walks off and you know we're cutting back and forth between Dr. Martin and Jenna and Elena but mm-hmm. Elena and Jenna talk about it and Jenna just you know asks if it's okay and Elena says you know, basically she's happy for her that it seems yeah. like it's going well,
0: yeah. Because yeah. Jenna, like, really, you know, she's apologizing, she clearly yeah, feels yeah. so awkward. And Elena, Elena's just like, Are you happy? And Jenna's like, Yeah, and she's like, yeah. Then I'm happy, it's, like, it's, yeah. it's then good. We're good, yeah. Um, we don't get many glimpses of Jenna and a lark anymore, yeah. so like, it's really nice to get this little update to like be like, Oh, they're like good, like, they're very much together, yeah. Now.
1: I was thinking when I saw them at the beginning of the episode, and then never again in most of the rest of the episode, yeah, I was thinking they're being so. So both of them are being so underutilized this season. Yeah, they are. Jenna, it's hard because she obviously doesn't know anything that's going on. So There's it's no like, way to involve where her. Where is she in the plot? Yeah. But yeah, I, we haven't seen Alaric in a little while either. Yeah. So. A lot
0: of times they write him off as being like, oh, he's gotten Jenna out of the house. He's like distracting yeah, yeah. her. He's, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, this is one specifically where Jenna's not in it much. But I'm glad we got this little starting note of her. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, of course, while like you said, while Jenna and Elena are yeah. having this moment, we see Dr. Martin. He is in Elena's room. He's like, he grabs hair from her hairbrush. Yep. He takes some jewelry from her desk. He takes a whole picture frame. Yeah, he
1: takes a picture frame, which is a picture of Elena in her cheerleading outfit. Yeah, I love that she has that frame <laughs> just for herself. It's so
0: much stuff, though, that you're like, how is she not going to immediately wake up and be like, Where'd my stuff go? Like That's
1: what I thought, too. It's even more obvious in the later scene when it comes into play, mm-hmm. like why he stole all of this stuff. But yeah, he lays it all out and it's like, there are a lot of items yeah the photo is so
0: obvious i would notice the photo i would definitely notice
1: the photo the
0: hair and the brush obviously you get away with like maybe a couple little pieces of jewelry you could get away with that are kind of snuck away at least if you're doing it for like a night
1: yeah but all of it together
0: yeah he's got like half her desk i don't know (laughs) yeah anyway elena doesn't realize immediately because it's night and she just kind of goes back into her room to go back to sleep and Mm -hmm. he has now snuck out of the house and just leaves and Title screen. That's our sort of opening sequence. Is yeah. Dr. Martin, as we were revealed in the last episode, is working with Elijah, and clearly he's not just like you know, buddy buddy with Elijah, he's like really doing some stuff, like he's actively doing things to Elena. Yeah. So, exactly that kicks us off in the episode.
1: Yeah. Also, doing things, (laughs) working with someone or trying to. Yes. We see it sort of cuts back and forth again. We see Stefan and Damon go and remove the tomb door to obviously go try to talk to Catherine. Mm -hmm. Then we see them show up at the Gilbert house and tell Elena that they need to talk. Yeah. Then it cuts back to the tomb where they have Mm -hmm. their conversation with Catherine about the Moonstone and the the, the TLDR there is Catherine wants out of the tomb. She's changed her mind. Yeah. She knows she is not safe there, even though she tried to pretend she would be. Yes. So she wants out.
0: Yeah, she wants out. She is like you know i'll give you the stone if you let me out exactly. and i love um why she says she wants out because when they call her out they're like oh like you were you lying yeah. she's like i'm hungry i'm a, i'm dirty and above all i'm bored which i love her what a relatable queen for being like the biggest problem with this whole situation is that i'm bored and i can't handle it yeah
1: i really got to thinking about it after you said in the other episode that she was in there with no light until alina <laughs> gave her the lantern she's just that would in have the been darkness miserable.
0: yeah yeah that's unlivable to me, I'm like oh, the I couldn't hunger, do it. Sure, mm-hmm. the dirtiness, I would hate, but it'd be terrible. But I you could deal. Through. But just sitting in the dark for like looking days, at a wall. Yeah, no, no yeah, no, no. no that's terrible. not tolerable. So yes, yeah, so we see this from Catherine, and then like you said, intercut with Elena with Stefan and Damon. Mm-hmm. This interaction is so interesting to me because, like, first of all, the boys show up together at the house um and it's kind of awkward because Elena and Stefan as far as we know are like still broken up they never really got back together so it's a little awkward and she asks them what they're doing there and Damon is the one that answers we went to see Catherine and I just love this like full circle-ness of this that like Damon has to be there for this and that they're fully like a trio now I know like Stefan could have just come said this himself but I guess like they're broken up so like it's not like he really needs to. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know. Damon's just so in the fold that, like, of course Damon was like, I have to be there for this. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, they're relaying all of this to to Elena. Mm-hmm. And clearly, the boys are just fully falling for Elijah's plot from the end of the episode. The last they're one. They're so
1: dumb. Yeah, Stefan tells Elena. I guess this is the first time they've debriefed about it. But yeah. Stefan tells Elena that Slater said there's a way to destroy the Moonstone and therefore the curse. Yeah. As Stefan's saying this, I'm like, it sounds so fake. He's yeah. so dumb for they're buying so into this. Dumb. Like, duh.
0: Yeah, they fully are just running Elijah's errands for him. Yeah. <laughs> they just I mean, don't know it. They
1: want to believe, <laughs> they realistically. Want to believe. Like, they're. I mean, we talked about how Stefan was really in denial and, like, yes, he clearly still is. But, yeah, he's totally playing into yeah. Elijah's hand. Yeah, and then they're also,
0: again, with the na- denial, they're just like, we'll find a way to get the stone from Catherine. Like, Bonnie's agreed she'll do whatever she can, so, like, <laughs> uh, we must be able to get it some way. Elena is the only one who, like, again like the last episode clearly is like recognizing what's going on and like putting two and two together and being like this isn't gonna work yeah elena tells them she doesn't want them to do this she's like i don't want you guys to even go do that and try to dispel it because Despelling the device will do nothing. Like yeah, exactly, it might actually work. You might dispel it, but you don't think Klaus is still going to kill all of you just because you yeah. did that? Like she's the only one that has a single clue as to how this is going to play out.
1: <laughs> I know. I feel like Elena usually gets a lot of like hate for being. I mean, she gets a hate for a lot of reasons, <laughs> but one of them is like I feel like she's just kind of like naive and yeah. it's like you know she just wants to save everyone and blah blah blah. But like. She's the only one who understands the gravity of this situation. Yeah, she
0: really is. Because she says she's like, you know, uh, they're 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 like, no, no, no. Like we'll dispel, yeah. we'll dispel the stone. And she says, is that before or after Klaus kills everyone <laughs> that I care about, including the two of you? Yeah,
1: which, oh my god, I love yes. that little line. It's a great
0: moment. Yeah,
1: she's of course, as Sarah just said, she says, he'll kill everyone I care about, including the two of you, looking at Stefan and Damon and the like, camera pans to Damon and there's like a look on his face, which to me just reads as like, obviously, you know, he's not really going to do anything about this. But it's so clear to me in that moment, he decides, OK, I'm really going to do whatever it takes to save her life. Like, yeah, if I wasn't fully in before I am yeah, now I am that now. I know she cares about me, like yeah. she will live If everyone else dies. Uh,
0: Yeah. It was almost like shock that she said in that way that she cared about him, even in just like a kind of lumping him into like a group situation. But she did call them out. She says everyone I care about, including the two of you. Yeah. So I I think it was a shock between him. And it's not only like his reaction, but like when she says the two of you, her eyes linger on Damon specifically, which I found very interesting. And it could be the fact that her and Stefan are currently broken up and maybe it's like a little hard to kind of to look at at him while saying it. But it's, there's a lot of eye contact between Delena in that moment. It's definitely. so intentional. It's so, it lingers. It's just very like, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, yeah. it's definitely setting the tone for this episode, I think, between the two of them. Yeah. So that's kind of where we leave off this scene um, of, you know, I think it's setting up, it is literally setting up what their goals are for that of episode. Course. Yeah. Stefan and Damon, of course, is get the moonstone. That's the goal of the episode. And Elena is, of course. Screw these guys. I'm going to go figure out another solution because they're not... Exactly, yeah. They're, like, delusional that they think this is going to work. Yeah, exactly. So, speaking of a little delusional, (laughs) as usual, um, at the school, Bonnie and Luca are outside the school. They kind of meet up and they start talking about magic. Um, Mm -hmm. Which, first of all, the first thing they, like, are saying, he's all like, oh, your Gram's waited till you were in high school to tell you about magic. And Bonnie's like... Oh well, she told me before that I just thought she was drunk. Which, in my defense, she usually was. Why do we always bring back the Grams was yeah. a drunk plotline? It's so like out of character after
1: meeting her. Yeah, I feel like we never see her drinking. Like not no. even not even like a glass of wine no no like literally nothing it's so weird it <sighs> seems so
0: out of character and i feel like we talked about this in season one where we were like yeah oh she probably wasn't actually drunk like bonnie was young she just perceived it as that because the witch thing was just so crazy and yeah her dad she's kooky, maybe like fed eccentric. into that yeah but no bonnie like even now is like oh well in my defense she was actually drunk so that's, like, what it was. Yeah, I don't know. I, I will never understand that, like, plot point,
1: but... No, me neither. I forgot they ever brought it up again, which yeah. I don't know if that's better or worse that they continue it, but, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I thought that, too. That was, like, the first thing in, in this it's scene the that I was like, the weirdest little what? mention. But anyway, yeah.
0: so Bonnie and Luca are bonding over um, the growing pains of magic, yes. too. You know, Bonnie's talking about pretty openly because she's discussed with Jeremy, but she's very, like, I don't want anyone to know this. But since Luca is also... I'm calling him a witch. I don't care if he wants to be called a monologue. Oh, my God. Um, Since he also, you know, uses magic, he's like, oh, yeah, like, the nosebleeds, passing out. Like, you're trying to do too much. Mm -hmm. Um, You need to channel something to help uh your magic like you only have so much raw power um it helps to channel in order to do magic and she's of course not heard of any of this yeah so he says he'll show her they trade jewelry he takes like her bracelet she takes his necklace and it's a really cute moment they're kind of being a little flirty bonnie's getting a little giggly about it she's definitely excited and so they stand there and they hold their items and he says they're going to use them as like personal talismans Mm -hmm. to draw upon each other And, you know, they're both clearly feeling something. The wind is going crazy. Every student in that parking lot is losing their papers across
1: the line. They're loose papers. They just have. It's also fall all of a sudden. (laughs) I'm glad you brought it up because I've been dying to talk about it. My whole thing, this whole season has been what time of year it is. I was so sure it was spring. I was like, it's spring. I was so sure it's spring. But now there are so many leaves on the ground. Yeah, and it also kind of looks like the trees around have only just started to change. It looked very fall. It's yeah. It's like it's looking like September or October, but that can't be.
0: Yeah, they definitely cannot be.
1: They They definitely definitely filmed filmed in October. Yeah,
0: like no chance they didn't film in October. But I was wondering like. You know, shows like this a lot of times will, like, bust in, like, trucks full of leaves because you're doing, like, a wind thing and you yeah. want to accentuate it. So you'll, like, bring in leaves. So I was like, I wonder if they did bring in leaves, but if they did, were they not thinking about the fact that canonically it's probably supposed to be, like, spring? I think that is probably
1: what it is. Because, like I said, the trees have only just started to turn, like, in yeah. the filming. So it's definitely not, like, fully fall. And there wouldn't be all of these leaves all over the ground. And they would have cleaned them up anyway, you would think. Yeah.
0: So. I think they did in leaves. I think they were just, leaves.
1: like not giving a shit
0: about like, yeah they were like <laughs> time the only way was. the wind which to be fair how do you translate wind on film without adding like leaves or something but i thought yeah. the
1: papers they had like entire books yeah people's hair were like it like, yeah. was blowing in the wind like i think you can still get the point across yeah without leaves the, but, the leaves were definitely
0: cinematic though so i understand nice, the desire vibe, for it but yeah. but seasonally when is this show it's timeless it doesn't exist yeah. in, in a regular there are no seasons in the show yeah no there aren't um so anyway so they're having this very cute moment but Mm. everyone else is like going crazy because the wind is just wild and you know the cute moment kind of ends it's nice the beauty of magic i love like when they have the beautiful magic moments instead of just the craziness um and you know it kind of dies down and then jeremy shows up and he's like what's with that weather (laughs) love jeremy um and luca jokes it off he says it's like climate change or something yeah global warming um and so then he says he has to go he leaves yeah. um and bonnie is clearly very charmed she's still standing there yeah like, very like kind of smiley because of it and jeremy's like he goes that guy's weird Yeah, <laughs> which i loved i was like wait a talk
1: jeremy yeah yeah i was like first of all jeremy the weirdest person we know yeah. second yeah i was like okay he's not even doing anything weird he's just clearly doing like the jealous like wow yeah. what a weirdo yeah he's
0: trying to put thoughts yeah, in her head exactly
1: but bonnie of course is having none of it she was like no
0: yeah no he's not no he's not yeah, yeah. he's not weird yeah um i don't know why jeremy thought that would work because i think the weirdness is again the magic which of course bonnie's gonna bond with him over yeah um and then bonnie realizes that she still has luca's necklace like yeah they kind of broke up really fast there so she didn't get to return it but before she can kind of, like, follow after him to give it to him, her phone buzzes. She checks it, and it's a text from Damon, weirdly. Yeah.
1: Why would he be texting her? Yep.
0: So that clearly, from the earlier scene, indicates, yeah, Stefan and Damon are making good on their idea to get Bonnie involved in order to get this yeah. this moonstone from Catherine. More on the normal side of teen drama at the high school yeah. is, of course, Tyler. He's playing basketball, and Matt comes up to him haven't seen matt in a minute literally Years. since the masquerade yeah. oh, which yeah. is why he approaches tyler because he has to apologize to him for like yeah. beating him up <laughs> at the party it feels like
1: it's almost been a little too long it's almost that. been a little
0: too long it's been three episodes <laughs> um so poor matt though he is like he's yeah he's, he's not looking too good yeah he's he's clearly just having to live with what he did what captain yeah. made him do and also not understanding why he did that yeah so that sucks <laughs> Um so it's really awkward and he kind of tries to run away quickly but Caroline yeah. shows up right there and she goes up to Matt next and Tyler's still standing there watching notably I think yeah a funny yeah. a funny thing Tyler's just watching them talk now and clearly Matt is still like he's struggling and he's awkward and he kind of dodges her yeah and moves on and uh yeah Tyler's just standing there listening so then Caroline and Tyler start interacting and um She asks him about the next, you know, full moon. Like, what's his plan? There's Mm -hmm. a full moon in, like, a day? I don't remember what she says, but it's
1: imminent. Yeah, it's definitely imminent. It's the next episode, so it
0: can't be more than a couple days. Yeah, at least. Um, But he says he has a plan, and he doesn't really share. He's like, I have a plan. And they're just quiet for a second, and she's like are you gonna share yeah (laughs) and so he does end up sharing because caroline's like well i led the mystic falls beautification committee and i'm class president and i did this this and this which apparently makes her qualified to know about werewolf plans." but i was
1: like relatable queen no i literally wrote in my notes i was like this is so sarah coded." like she was (laughs) literally like i'm student council vice president like head of prom (laughs) committee like all these different things i was like that's so sarah and that was so mean but i was class president thank you very yeah, much that's caroline that's forbes. Forbes. <laughs> true she's no sarah yeah yeah no yeah of course not um but
0: i didn't ever get to help a werewolf in transition in high school so true. i guess i'm no caroline forbes some, either lose some. Yeah, yeah yeah so anyway she's convinced him now that you know he will benefit from her help, yes. which i think she's at least right because let's be real tyler like i, I
1: don't know i, I don't mean, know how together he is you at least need someone to like confide in and Moral tell about support. this experience and we'll get yeah. into it more a little bit oh, later yeah. like why he needs someone Oh, yeah, in the next
0: episode, yeah, there's going to be a lot Definitely. to get into there. Um, but for now, back at the Salvatore house, Rose is walking around in her little robe, and she <laughs> says, Somebody arrives in the door, and she says, It's not nice to leave a girl naked so early in the morning. But of course, it's not Damon who showed up at the Salvatore <laughs> yeah, it's house. It's Elena. It's Elena. So Elena's the one this is delivered to. Yeah. Um, and it's awkward, but Elena's like, Actually, I am here to see you, Rose, not, yeah. not Stefan or Damon, because they're not there um and so she says to rose rose is like well i should get dressed yeah so then they end up sitting uh together in the like i don't know what they call their rooms if it's a living room or if it's the yeah. parlor or whatever room it is the one with the fireplace yes yeah hey, they both have fireplaces the library
1: yeah I don't, know. I don't know what i would call it i gotta get it like a layout a blueprint the more
0: casual one not at the front door yeah they've moved to the casual room and so they're kind of you know talking about why elena got there which is that she thinks that slater must have more info that there mm-hmm. clearly is more to learn and that rose and damon just got scared off after the coffee shop thing um and that Ro- rose owes her she kidnapped her and yeah that if elena had said kill her Stefan and damon would have killed her definitely so rose owes her um and so Stefan and damon elena knows that they're distracted trying to get the moonstone today so elena's like perfect opportunity perfect time you yeah can take me to slater today while they're busy um, and so interestingly, Rose yeah. asked Selena, what are you hoping to achieve with this? Which I thought was interesting because Elena doesn't answer. She just says, yeah, she
1: dodges the, she dodges, she dodges the question. The question. Yeah. She's
0: just like, well, if you help me out, I can get you a daylight ring. <laughs> like <laughs> she doesn't answer the question, which is very notable and something you don't catch on a first watch. It's yeah. just kind of like, oh, she just wants more info. Like why is Rose even asking that? Exactly. We'll see why Rose had to ask that. Yep. Um. But of course, yeah, this is Elena's most devious episode by far. Like, this is so Catherine of her. Elena really can be very cunning when she wants. Yeah.
1: You know, I thought it was really interesting. I thought this when Elena first came into the Salvatore house. Her outfit was, like, very Catherine to me. Yeah. Like, she has on, like, the little leather jacket. And she has a purple yeah. shirt, which I feel like is very much, like, a Catherine color. Yeah, it is a I Catherine like Elena's color. usually in pinks and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, she'll do a purple once in a while because she's very jewel-toned. But, like, I do associate purple with Catherine. Yeah. So it's interesting. And we said last episode that she also looked very Catherine. How she looked very annoyed. And, like, yeah. it was giving Catherine. Yeah. And she's giving Catherine this episode, too. It, it makes a lot of sense. It does. Yes. <laughs> um, but, yes, we'll continue to talk about Elena being cunning in this episode because that is her vibe this whole episode yeah um and this is the first scene where we really get a heavy hint at that um later at the salvatore house clearly elena and rose have departed they've
1: they've gone yeah
0: um so much later we see bonnie is there um she's talking to Stefan and damon and jeremy somehow also has ended up there sure um and she's talking about how she could lower the tomb spell quickly just drop it and put it back up so that they could get in get the moonstone Mm -hmm. from Catherine, and get out without being locked in there Um, And Jeremy is there, and he's the (laughs) only one that questions this plan. He's like, your Grams died doing this. And she's like, I'm aware. Thank you. Like, I know that.
1: Yeah, I don't, again, this is like Stefan and Damon being so in denial. Like, why would they even think she could do it? Bonnie and Grams together couldn't do it, which, just as an aside, I thought that was channeling. I thought they were channeling each other and using each other's power. They might have been, but maybe Grams never explained it i guess that's probably it and i also thought they were drawing on all the fires they had lit like all the yeah, torches that's true just an aside but yeah jeremy for whatever reason and he's only asking because you know he's into bonnie yeah but yeah he's the only one who's like hmm maybe this plan is not so good not yeah. the people who have lived 160 plus years i think it's because yeah. they're so
0: willing to risk anybody for elena Again, they're
1: very in denial yeah, yeah, yeah they're in i denial. agreed they also don't care if it kills Bonnie. Yeah. But, I mean,
0: they like do, they but do, they're but so in denial they that they're just like, eh, it's a risk worth taking. It's exactly. probably not going to kill her. Yeah. Even though we just saw her grandmother die from the exact same spell. Yeah. Doing it with both of them, and now Bonnie's being asked to do it by herself. Yeah. So anyway, sure. so so yeah. Jeremy is the one who's really like, we should not do this. It makes so much more sense if I do it because I have the Gilbert ring. So mm-hmm. I can get in without anybody having to do anything to the tomb spell. And yeah. I could go in quick, get out. And I have the ring. If anything happens, yep. it's fine. Damon obviously doesn't like this idea. He goes, gee, thanks, you 16 year old child. <laughs> like the most accurate. Like, thank God we're recognizing the people in the
1: show are teenagers. Yeah. everyone has like a good reason to be not into this plan yeah but no like no one has like the whole right reason like no one is like we shouldn't do this but they're just so gung-ho thinking they have to do
0: it because of Slater that they're just like moving on any means necessary when they have zero idea of what they're doing this is such an unrealistic plan it's so dumb and they yeah. never would have got it if
1: jeremy didn't do what he does also they don't even know how to destroy the moonstone so i'm not really sure what the urgency here is
0: well they think that a witch will just like be able to figure it out like oh whatever
1: bonnie will just bonnie's been a witch for it. a day <laughs> yeah sure okay they're
0: not thinking they're, the ahead the plan is
1: bad the, the plan, plan is, is bad. bad
0: and i think bonnie realizes that a little bit because she says um there is something she can do to help mm-hmm. actually and she asks if anyone has anything that belongs to katherine Um, A little bit later, we, of course, see Stefan, of course, is the person that has something that belongs to Catherine, (laughs) um, which is, of course, the iconic portrait, the 1864 portrait, which I guess belongs to Catherine, despite the fact that Stefan's had it for 140 years.
1: I had the same comment. I was like, when does something stop becoming something someone owned? Because Stefan has had it, yeah, for literally like 145 years.
0: It's labeled 1864. Catherine had it for what, a week? Yeah. (laughs) Like,
1: That's true. It's still Catherine's. never thought about that. Like
0: it couldn't have existed for more than a year. Yeah. So I don't know how it technically belonged to her, but. I feel like they should have come up with like a better. Because they could have I just said some representation of her or something. Because it's a photo of her. Exactly. It, it would it have worked works. well yeah. to be like something that she's touched or something. You know, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It technically belongs to Catherine, I guess. Sure. So Bonnie magically lights the photo on fire and she says a spell over it. She like splashes water on it. And she says she'll turn the photo into ash because it's like Mm -hmm. one of those 1864 photos were printed on metal. Yeah. So she can literally like turn the metal into ash Mm -hmm. and then that ash can be used to like you blow it at Catherine and it will knock her out and she'll be out for enough time for them to be able to get in, get the stone and get out. Good plan, but also not that good because how do they even know Bonnie can get down the the veil, and then they'll have to blow the thing... Catherine's going to be standing in the doorway waiting for them to put the ash in her face the second yeah, felt Like, I don't know. It's such a weird...
1: Yeah, I didn't really understand. Also, like, only a minute or two, that tomb is huge, as yeah. we've seen. I don't know. It just seems like... I mean, if you were Catherine... Yeah. I don't know. I, I'll get into it a little bit more at the later scene, but their plan they're playing terrible. I can't say it enough. They're just rolling
0: with the punches. They're like, we'll just yeah. figure it out as it happens.
1: They're like, okay, we got the ash. Yeah,
0: good enough. Didn't
1: have another step, but yeah. I guess let's keep moving.
0: So a little bit later, we see, like, yeah, they're basically just like, let's just do this thing. Yeah. Stefan and Damon are gathering all of their various dark guns and things, probably from Alaric, knowing sure. them and so they're getting everything up they're getting the car loaded up bonnie is busy collecting the powder for them Mm -hmm. she's trying to kind of like i don't know she's using a cart or something and like getting it sorted yeah um and so bonnie and jeremy are left in the room alone for a minute to talk and again he like tells her you know like i am concerned that you are not strong enough to do this that this could kill you and And he's right because we really saw
1: bonnie's nose bleed when she was turning the picture to ash forgot to mention that yeah yeah she clearly can't do it she couldn't even turn a little picture into ash (laughs) a little picture it is metal so it's not just a piece of
0: paper but yes i mean still 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 still. um exactly but she just shushes him she like and Mm -hmm. she puts her finger on his lips which is a little like romantic moment yeah um but you know he he convinces her to go get something for the ash she he acts like she's calmed him Mm -hmm. so he's like just you know go get something to put this ash in so she turns around to like go through her stuff to try to find a bottle or whatever and while her back is turned jeremy whips out his wallet and just starts dusting a bunch of the ash into his wallet (laughs) which i was like what a teenage boy thing to do now he's just gonna forever have ashes in his wallet for this it's just funny i didn't realize it went
1: into the wallet i'm pretty sure i I guess i didn't know what it was going into but
0: he opened his wallet took out a card to like separate it with and just started putting it all in there i was like jeremy he's
1: so dumb (laughs) he's so teenage boy
0: which is why he shouldn't be going in to do this but we'll get to that
1: yeah we'll get there
0: um so when she turns around you know there's still enough dust there that obviously she'll be able to collect it and not even Mm -hmm. realize that jeremy has sneakily taken some of it so
1: that plan is fully in motion now
0: they're ready to go yeah
1: they're gonna head to the tomb and uh get things moving and try to get this moonstone from Catherine. yep also out in the woods (laughs) (laughs) i don't know the tombs in the woods i guess that's a segue yeah yeah also out in the woods tyler and caroline have you know left school i guess the school day's done or they're skipping who knows yeah nobody's ever at school nobody Mm -hmm. ever has to go to school it's fine they're out in the woods, Tyler and Caroline talking. They talk a little bit about Matt.
0: Wait, we have to say what Tyler <laughs> says when they the first thing Tyler we hear Tyler say is, So Matt's bumming pretty hard. <laughs> Yeah, no wonder he tried to kill you. And a girl actually died.
1: Yeah. yeah and another girl and another is still girl missing.
0: The, of the four of them that were hanging out that night, one died. One is missing. And Matt doesn't know what he did. Yeah. And he tried to kill his best
1: friend. No wonder he's bumming pretty yeah. hard. In the front. I mean, Matt doesn't know this. And the one friend is about to go through a very traumatizing experience. <laughs> yeah. Because of that night. So. Yeah. Yeah. But he's bumming pretty so hard. hard. But I think yeah. he's
0: mostly referring to the whole breaking up with Caroline situation, which is yeah. interesting.
1: Yeah. they are obviously talking about that and since like, you know, talking about their relationship and Tyler says he understands because Caroline can't be fully honest with Matt. Yes. See, so yeah, Tyler's unfazed by the whole thing that went down at masquerade. He's like, he's like, just heartbroken. Yeah, he's mostly
0: like, man, it must be terrible to break up with you. I can't imagine anyone would want to do
1: that. Like, yeah,
0: wow. I would never break up with you if I was tune. with you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the vibe I'm getting from Tyler. Yeah. Because he's like, yeah, he's saying like, it isn't fair to lie to him. Like, I totally yep. get it. Like, wow, don't we have so much in common? <laughs> like, that's the vibe tyler's giving. definitely um, yeah. so he takes her that where he's leading is to of course the lockwood of cellar. Course. time and time again this is where we will always end
1: up. yeah which caroline is like yeah i know and yeah. he's
0: like how do you know the cellar she's <laughs> like i just knew there was a lockwood old property out here like, <laughs> and
1: she was like i just know these are the woods yeah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no sure. nothing else Um, but Tyler's pretty smart in saying that he assumes that this is where Mason was going Mm -hmm. the night that he, you know, saw him turn into a wolf. Yeah. And, um, when Tyler went down in there to inspect, he did find claw marks. He found bolts and chains, obviously clues that like, you know, this is a place where people turn into werewolves. Mm -hmm. And so Caroline they're kind of looking around the space and caroline sees in a dark corner that there's a notebook like wedged in between some bricks or whatever yeah um it's wrapped in cloth she takes it over to tyler he starts looking through it and he quickly realizes that mason left this journal there and that it was chronicling his experience Mm -hmm. turning into a werewolf um and then in the back of the book they find a memory card like an sd card for like a camera um Introducing the Werewolf Diaries. This yeah, is not the Vampire Diaries anymore. This is the Werewolf <laughs> Diaries.
1: Yeah, it's so true. I never even thought about that. Yeah, I do love when they bring back like actually people having diaries. I know it's always fun. It should have been the name of this episode, the Werewolf Diaries. It really should have been, been. I could be the name of our episode. <laughs> yeah, perfect. it's pretty good.
0: <laughs> um But actually, this is a really sweet thing from Mason, like the fact that he like left this presumably for Tyler, like knowing that at some point he might need it or like that future Lockwoods might find this cellar for the same reasons and might need it. Like
1: it's really nice that actually that he left this there. Yeah, it is really nice that he's leaving this. But imagine like someone's just walking through these woods and they go down in the cellar and somehow find this. I know it's far fetched, but like yeah. (laughs) put the SD card in their computer, they're like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> oh
0: my god! It would be like a viral thing because I feel like a high schooler would find it and they just start passing it around school yeah. or something. Oh
1: yeah! I mean, imagine if that like circulated in our high school. It'd be like, yeah, everyone would be like, "Oh my god!" I don't think seen I would get video? as far
0: as putting the SD card in though. Like I can no. see you find the journal and you read it and you'd be like, "I feel like I'd be so freaked out." I just put it back. I would be like, "This guy That's wrote true. this diary pretending he's turning into a wolf." Like, see,
1: I would th- be like, "He made it up," so he's like. <laughs> nuts yeah i'm like what's this video gonna movie? (laughs) yeah i would be like Like, it has malware on it i'm not putting this in the computer that's true that's true i mean you know no matter what's on it you don't want to watch it yeah but
0: but i guess as a high schooler that would make you watch it that's
1: probably true (laughs)
0: so yeah anyway caroline and tyler are gonna watch it obviously so we'll get back to that eventually um for now we have to catch up with rose and elena they finally arrived to slater's apartment um Again, Elena is just her usual this episode, no mm-hmm. hold barred, no, you know, no back and down yep. vibes because uh, Rose knocks on the door for like two seconds and Slater doesn't answer. And Rose is like, ah, well, he's not home. Like, I guess we should <laughs> yeah. go. And Elena's like, "Uh, uh-uh, nope. And so yep. Rose has to like burst the door open, like break the locks that are on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, And, of course, they go in and, like, immediately find Slater's dead body. Mm -hmm. Um, And, of course, correctly assume that whoever did the window breaking at the coffee shop must have come there and killed him. Um, And despite all of this, Elena still is like, well, we got to go through his computer. Like, we're here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She actually, like, yeah, she goes to type on the computer whatever. She realized it's password protected, which, like, yeah, I don't expect her to be, like, a hacker. But I just always think it's funny that she's like... It's password protected. Oh <laughs> shucks. Yeah. Like, we gotta go. Yeah. But yeah, they, they basically agree. Like, you know, it's pretty much pointless. And, yeah. You know, they have a little moment where Al- Alice, we'll get there, where Rose is like staring out the window and she says, you know, she would come here and just like yeah. see the day because Slater also has those windows in yeah, his apartment UV too. Yeah,
0: protected, yeah.
1: Yeah, which throws Al- Elena off when she like whips open the curtains. But, yeah, she they have a little moment where Elena also apologizes for Slater. She's like, I'm sorry about mm-hmm. Slater. They have a little moment. And then, you know, they give up. They're like, oh, it's password protected. I guess we can just move on. And then they hear a crash. What's going on? Who knows? Who knows? But they go and investigate. And they just open a door. And yeah. Alice, Slater's girlfriend, is in there. Rose and her know each other somehow. Mm-hmm. and yeah she comes out but why if she was really genuinely hiding why she Why was there some killed. big crash yeah I, it looked I like she know. was
0: trying to hide in a closet or something because she realized people were there so she must have been trying to get in made way too much noise i guess and just spoiled it and she was lucky that it was rose because she's kind of hiding behind the door when they first go in yeah. the room um but then as soon as she realizes it's rose she runs out and starts crying and hugs yeah. her and acts all dramatic about yes. it um and so you know cut to a little bit later rose and elena are in the kitchen elena's like par- getting tea for alice mm-hmm. clearly you know sympathetic elena is back of being like oh my god you lost your boyfriend yeah. this is tragic i know about grief like yeah <laughs> the the normal elena vibes and um rose says that alice is overreacting and elena's like there's no overreacting like when you're grieving yeah and Rose is like, oh, no. Like, Alice just is grieving for herself because the only reason she was with Slater is because she wanted to be turned into a vampire. Like, she was just waiting yeah. to get turned. Um, this immediately knocks the sympathy out of Elena and back into cunning Elena yeah. mode. She is back on her like, well, then everything's fair game then, I guess, because yeah. if she's not actually grieving him, I can play my cards again. So, again, cunning Elena, she immediately goes over to Alice and... You know, they talk for like a second and she pretty much immediately is like, so what's the password on his computer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Alice is offended. She's like, are you really asking me yeah, that? Yeah, like, like, are you kidding? Yeah, yeah, my boyfriend literally just died. And Elena's like, I understand
1: that. Do you know his password? <laughs> like, Yeah, she's so heartless. Also, off of Rose's word that she wants to be turned into a vampire and didn't really care about Slater. Yeah. What is Rose basing this on? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, How does
0: she know that that's true? Yeah, she's obviously
1: just, they know each other. So like, she probably knows. I don't. Which Doubt mean it. she's but not like, still, like,
0: grieving him.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I
0: don't know. It's, Elena's wild. She was yeah. just like, so you're giving me the green light to harass her. Cool. Let's yeah. do
1: this. Yeah, she was like, oh, so we don't care about her feelings anymore. Okay. Yeah. But she's shown to be, like, kind of right because, yeah. yeah, Elena's like, I understand. Do you know the password? And, again, Alice is kind of like, who do you think you are? Like, giving her sass a little bit. Yeah. And Elena just immediately cuts to the, I'll get Rose to give you her blood if you help me get into the computer and Alice is like okay yeah (laughs) she's like all right done (laughs) like I guess I guess Rose was right so she's she's proven right yeah but yeah she just Alice is like immediately yeah
0: they immediately cut to Alice like on the computer getting that sorted and Rose and Elena are standing Mm -hmm. right behind her and Rose is like you know that she's not going anywhere near my blood right and Elena's like I know that. She doesn't.
1: Yeah. I love this little exchange because then Rose, like, you know, kind of, like, smirks to herself because Alina goes to, like, look at the computer to see what Alice is doing. And, yeah, we see Rose just kind of, like, smirk to herself. I'm like... I feel like this is when they really kind of bonded. They yeah. had their little moment.
0: I know it's nice that they do because yeah. obviously soon it will not be so nice. So I'm glad they yes. they got this one episode. Yeah. Um. And of course, back to the Slater situation. Slater's password is Kristen Stewart, which <laughs> love I love. That. Alice that really is like, funny. God, is he obvious? And yeah. I just thought that was so funny. This is we had a great comment on our last uh, video mm-hmm. of of the last episode of somebody being like. You know, it's nice to see like the young fun vampires because yeah. Damon and
1: the originals are also tortured and it's so true. It's no, like it's so true. Yeah, it's like, yeah, if you have to live through like the Great Depression <laughs> and World War Civil II, War, yeah. yeah, all of these terrible things. Yeah, I can see. And also, you know, all of the things they go through personally.
0: Yeah. I can It does see, something to you. Yeah,
1: really, really ruins you. But if you've just been in school for like 30 years, yeah. like studying whatever you want. You're keeping up on the vampire yeah. trends. He literally watching has,
0: Twilight. Yeah, he has a folder on his laptop of people he assumes must be vampires. I really need to pause that and read through that list because I, I bet not... they put some interesting people in there.
1: This is literally what I would be doing if yeah. I was a vampire. I would just be thinking who else could be a vampire i'm keeping my files on him <laughs> yeah
0: truly truly the best like side character that really yeah. never got to flourish because he would have been so fun I we know. needed more like modern vampires who weren't turned like during the show people who were only yeah. vampires for like you know 10 years so they yeah, were like kind of yeah. cool um we don't get that a lot um so anyway so Elena finally reveals what she's been here to do what the whole point the unanswered question from earlier is mm-hmm. she tells alice Send a message to Klaus. Tell him the doppelganger is alive and she's ready to surrender. Rose immediately is like, what? Like, why did you do this to
1: me? Yeah, Rose is like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you know, Rose had no clue. And, you know, Elena kind of walks away. She's like, not going to justify herself to Rose. And Rose follows after her to talk. Alice stays back by the computer. Yeah. Of course. And, you know, Rose is like, if you send this message, Klaus will find you and he will kill you. Like, yeah, she's like basically saying to Elena, I don't think you really understand what you just said. Yeah, and you're Elena, just sacrificing yourself. Yeah, exactly. But Elena is like, you know, I don't care. And Rose kind of comes to the realization like this oh, is. Yeah, this yeah, is what she wanted. The this whole is time. what you wanted. This is why we ended up here
0: yeah yeah and it's definitely a realization of like oh elena has not only been playing alice she's been playing me like yeah exactly <laughs> clearly like elena and you know that's particularly noteworthy in that obviously we know another person who played rose and that's Catherine. elena and katherine are much more similar than they like to be thought of yeah as.
1: this is a good episode for comparing Catherine and elena yes yeah, like probably a couple elena's more little little most katherine episode
0: yeah um, probably so anyway, so they're they're chatting and Alice comes over before Rose can even convince Elena not to do this. Alice is already like, yeah, so Cody's on this way. Like he's really excited to meet yeah. you. Like this is already in motion. Elena's getting what she wants. And Rose is like,
1: shit, shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have messed up. Um, yeah. Somebody else who's about to mess up the perfect oh my transition. God. Yeah. People making mistakes this episode right and left. Um, We finally get to the tomb under the church where Mm -hmm. Catherine has obviously been locked up. She must know things are going to go down after the visit from Stefan and Damon earlier because she's just standing at the doorway, like at the ready, like she's been waiting. Um, And of course, instead of Stefan, Damon, Bonnie and everybody showing up, it is just lonely little Jeremy. Don't know how he got there first, but he did. And he shows up armed with, of course, the powder that he stole and Mm -hmm. a hidden like stake gun. Yep. And so I love that. um, Oh, Catherine also like she's wearing like a black cardigan. Yeah, she's got a little cardigan. And it looked like it was Elena's. Like, I feel like we've seen Elena wear that. So I wonder if it was in that bag that Elena brought
1: to her. That's what I was thinking. I, In my mind, I was like, finally, someone got her a sweater. A sweater. But we couldn't have brought sweatpants or yeah. something. Yeah, I know. She had to stay in the stinking dress for days. Granted, I don't think Catherine ever would have put on sweatpants. but like Fair,
0: she definitely wouldn't.
1: But yeah, no, I noticed the cardigan, too, and I assumed Elena must have brought it. And yeah. I think that's a good catch. It does kind of look like a little cardigan that Elena has worn before. Yeah,
0: I've definitely seen her wear those small black ones with, like, yeah. the three Border
1: sleeves. Yep. Very
0: Elena styled. Um, but anyway, so she's standing there. Yeah. Jeremy obviously asks her for the Moonstone. She's obviously like, come and get it. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to give it to you. And he immediately springs into action when she says come and get it. He immediately knocks her out with the powder.
1: Well, he shoots her first with the stake. Oh, to okay, kind of, like, I thought catch he did the powder and then
0: shoot her, but yeah, whichever way. Yeah. He shot her, then got the powder and obviously knocks her out yep. immediately. He goes right into the tomb and just starts checking her body, like assuming she'd have the moonstone like on yeah. her person. Um of course Rookie it's mistake. not there. Yeah. Catherine knew they were coming. She was not just gonna yeah. be like yeah, and she was standing at the door at the ready. She was not just going to have the stone at yeah, the she's ready in just case gonna they could it. get in. Oh, it. I'll
1: pick it out of her pocket yeah. and I'm on my merry way. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. no. I feel like if Jeremy thought about this for like two seconds, he would have realized, one, this yeah. is a bad idea, even if she has it on her person. Yeah. Second, they've been asking Catherine for the moonstone. She knows they want it. If I were Catherine I would also be hiding it in like the smallest little crevice yeah. at the back of the cave. I'm shocked tomb, she didn't
0: hide it more. Like I'm I know, I would I'm have surprised that found it. dirt. Like
1: Exactly. I'm yeah. shocked
0: that she didn't do that. But I guess it's kind of the game to Catherine, because what ends up happening is there's sort True. of like a like a pedestal. There's like a I don't even know what to call it, like almost like a an archway thing, like built into the tomb. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where she's like placed it like on an altar, basically, <laughs> is where the moonstone is. But it's like all the way back in the furthest like yeah. corner of the tomb. Um, So Jeremy's, like, running back as far as he can in there, and he does grab that stone very quickly, and he turns around to get out, but before he can get through the doorway, because, of course, Catherine has passed out right in the doorway, she, like, wakes up, reanimates, and she gets to him before he can get out, obviously. Um, and bites him, and she starts feeding on him, but of course uh, she doesn't immediately go for the stone, and so Jeremy does have, like, you know, a second to react, and throws the stone out of the tomb landing in the, like, open area that, like, Catherine can't
1: get to, but is accessible to everybody. Yeah. So successful mission, sort of? Sort of. <laughs> uh, risking himself, yes. Almost dying, yes. But he got the <laughs> moonstone out. He did do the thing. Yeah. 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 Upstairs, we see Bonnie, Stefan, and Damon have finally showed up on the scene. Finally. Finally. They, you know, Bonnie rolls up with her grimoire. She's ready to go. They start, you know, going down into the tube when Damon gets a call. Yep. And it, he realizes it's from Rose and he's like, you know, this isn't a good time. And she just kind of goes... Don't be angry with me. <laughs> I love their friendship. I do really love their friendship. Rose is great. And, you know, they kinda go to talk, but then she's like, you know, just come to Richmond as yeah, soon you you possibly as, like, as you can Yeah, you need to be here as Get in the car, pedals to the metal, like, yeah, come on, get here. Yeah. So David just kinda like, you know, goes. We obviously know he's going to yeah, intervene clearly that in that bit of
0: he doesn't say a to bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little
1: bit of a i'm out yeah well thank god they didn't try to wait until tomorrow because... yeah, that would have been bad they just never went down there, <laughs> they never went down there. They're like where the heck is jeremy <laughs> oh no but yeah they they go down into the tomb bonnie and Stefan, and they see that the moonstone is you know just, it's just sitting there outside <laughs> the cave and you know they at first have a moment where they're like oh the moonstone like, you know you can, they're definitely a little uh you know excited they're like oh easy easy yeah. easy and then they realize yeah yeah
0: yeah catherine Catherine comes like up to the doorway revealing she has jeremy yeah and then she (laughs) she yanks him into (laughs) yeah and yeah she's planning to play with him until they free her so she'll keep herself busy they just need to get to work um, exactly. Yeah. So clearly now, based on the feeding of Jeremy, they are dealing with not a wobbly, dehydrated Catherine that they were prepping for. They are yeah. dealing with full-fledged, full-power Catherine Pierce, yes. who is, you know, yeah, she's ready to take them. Yeah, this exactly. Is not going to be
1: as easy as yeah. they thought. Jeremy is looking unwell. Catherine is looking better than ever. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's ready to kill them if they even try to. do She anything. was kind of looking better than ever though. I was like, looking did her, look her hair good, and makeup. Yeah. I
0: was like, they're doing a little too much. That's I know, like, very
1: unrealistic, but. But it fair. works for Catherine.
0: It works for her. Yeah. Um. So we kind of cut away from that. And then a little bit later we come back and Stefan is just panicking. He's like, we need to get Jeremy out of I'll there get right here. now. Yeah. Um. Of course, Bonnie is not saying no to that. She's like, yep. Yeah. On it.
1: Which I feel like the, the urgency is a little like self-imposed because she knows, Catherine has just said she's, she's, not she's just going to play him. with him. She's not going to kill him because she says in the earlier scene, I know he has his ring so he'll just keep coming back. Yeah. But like. We saw what she did with John. She could easily just Rip break that, that off right his off. little finger and kill him. Yeah. Like, she's not going to do anything. Yeah,
0: it, Yeah, it's more so the thought of like, yeah, that is her one. She has been handed one bargaining chip. She exactly. She's days. not going to. Yeah. Well, she had the Moonstone and wasn't working. And now she's got Jeremy. That's a way better
1: bargain. Way like, better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And she might do the thing where she threatens to kill him in a last second if they don't do it. But like, as of right now, they got a little bit of time. Yeah, but they have some like wiggle room. Yeah. Um, so Bonnie immediately starts performing the spell. And she, of course, has Luca's necklace. And so she yep. starts drawing, channeling Luca's powers to help her open the door. Yeah. We cut to we see Luca really starting to feel those effects pretty much immediately. Bonnie also visibly looks like she's feeling those effects too. yeah And um Bonnie is pushing the spell further and further. And Stefan is realizing that Bonnie is pushing it too far because Jeremy is like starting to freak out from inside the tomb. He's like, Bonnie, no. (laughs) Um and so you know he's Stefan starts trying to shake Bonnie like physically Mm -hmm. out of it. Um but she's not stopping. She's like kind of brushing him off, trying to like keep going. Um, Again, Luca, we see, is still, like, really feeling the effects. Yep. They're both getting the nosebleeds. And then they both fully pass out. Yeah. And so Stefan is trying to, like, wake up Bonnie, who's, like, passed out. And meanwhile, Catherine has knocked out Jeremy to try to get him to, like, not stop Bonnie. Yeah. Because she wants the spell. She doesn't care if Bonnie dies to, to get the door open. Yeah. And so she's, like, taunting from the sidelines about, about getting the door open or else she'll kill Jeremy or whatever um you know bonnie wakes up and she admits that she's not strong enough to do it like that she clearly can't do the spell by herself and so Catherine really starts to go for it and starts feeding on jeremy and this of course is that immediate like we were talking about that really does finally force stefan to just jump into action and he just runs into the tomb you know pushes jeremy out saving him and Stefan's now in the Stephen's tomb. Stefan's just
1: stuck in a tomb. And
0: it's great. Catherine, she's like, she gets pushed up against the wall by Stephanie's like standing over her and she just smirks and she turns and looks yeah. at him, kind of like playfully, like, ha, I got what I wanted. Yeah. Like,
1: other than getting out of the tomb, this was the best case scenario <laughs> for Catherine.
0: It was the best case. She's probably like, I'd rather have him in here than even <laughs> yeah, it might
1: be the actual best. It might be better than actually just getting out. Yeah. yeah.
0: It pretty much is. So, yeah, clearly, so yeah. wins. She got what she wanted. She doesn't care about the Moonstone if she got Stefan. This is yeah. so much better.
1: Yeah, this is great for her. Not bad for everyone, everyone else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bad for everyone else, but having a different bad time. Yes. Yes. Caroline and Tyler have now relocated with the journal and the SD card to Caroline's house. Mm-hmm. They start watching the video of Mason's first transformation. They realize that's what's on yeah. the yeah, on the SD card it. yeah he vlogged it he was a real vlogger yeah yeah he was recording the whole thing again why he was really writing and recording this I guess for Tyler but I was like yeah. wild to record it
0: it is wild to record it yeah and it's wild too because like you said like Caroline has the diary open at the same time and he also the next day went back and wrote everything yeah. too. so like he logged it all twice so like he really wanted to make sure somebody like had this in yeah. some format which is crazy yeah um, cause what if somebody found it a hundred years from now, some Lockwood kid and yeah. they're not going to know how to open that SD card anymore. That'll be dead <laughs> technology. Yeah. So he had to journal it too. Um, but it's nice cause she's kind of then giving us the narration of what's happening mm-hmm. and clearly every element of this experience is torture. Like, absolutely. Caroline yeah. says at one point, like it's called a curse for a reason. And that is like what this whole scene like yeah. really sums up. Um, We see Mason, he dilutes wolf's Bane into water and then drinks it. Caroline is reading that he describes it like drinking battery acid. Mm -hmm. Um, He describes the silence, the hours of torture. We see Mason like screaming in pain. Yeah. And the diary describes how it's excruciating and you feel every minute of it. He thought he would just become numb at some point, but he doesn't. You just continue to feel that pain.
1: Yeah. And Tyler is also like scrubbing through the video because obviously this doesn't just happen in the five minutes of this scene. And he's realizing... We're at the two-hour mark. We're at the three-hour mark. We're at the five-hour mark. Yeah. Like, I don't think he says, like, more than that, but it's at least five hours. At the five-hour, he's like,
0: how long does this last? Exactly.
1: So it's probably still not even, like, maybe not even halfway. I don't know. Yeah.
0: You have no clue. And Caroline is, you know, she's trying to help. She's reading out the journal. She says, like, well, he says the first time, you know, takes the longest. It takes mm-hmm. longer. Um, and and Tyler starts questioning, like, um, why she's helping him with this. Like, why yeah. is she even here? And Caroline tells him that when she turned, she was alone, that she had no control and that she did end up killing somebody. Um, And she doesn't want him to go through that. Yeah. um, To have to be alone. And so it's really echoed in the scene because like before that, Tyler like is freaking out. He's like breaking down about how he can't go through this. And so, yeah, she really is like there for him in this moment and like supporting him through this because, yeah, maybe they have this thing going on, they're bonding, but like.
1: It's. I was tearing up watching like the Mason. I know scene.
0: both times I watched it for this episode. It's I was tearing. up. It's really
1: upsetting to think, you know, you're watching this and then it's like, oh, I'm gonna have to also go through this and it's gonna be horrible. Yes. And if Caroline wasn't around, he really would be alone. Like
0: yeah. No, I I thought the exact same thing of, like, it is torture to have to watch your uncle going through this. Just watching this video is traumatizing. But watching it with the knowledge of this is going to be me, like, tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah, tomorrow night. Like,
1: it's literally looming. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's terrible. It would be terrible. Um, So, yeah, he does ask Caroline why she's there. And, of course, it's because, like, she also had a pretty awful first, like, day of being turned. Obviously not...
1: The, not as painful yeah they're hard
0: to compare yeah. but like she did literally kill someone which is something she
1: will have to live with yeah. forever so and died <laughs> yeah. when she i mean you know she just kind of yeah, was suffocated but died. like she still died can't yeah. feel good
0: it is traumatizing so clearly
1: caroline and tyler are
0: bonding matt doesn't stand a chance and then speak of the devil Matt shows up. Rolls up. yeah. Third wheeling. (laughs) Literally. Matt rings on the doorbell. Um, He says to Caroline like he doesn't know why he's there. He was just driving home from work and he just wanted to be there and then he was and like he doesn't know you know why he's there but he knows that he misses her and she starts kind of like giggling like all happy and excited. They're having a moment when Tyler (laughs) opens the door (laughs) and comes outside with them. Tyler is so funny for that. He obviously was inside listening to the whole thing and was like i think i have feelings for her i'm gonna interrupt i this gotta now. break
1: this up yeah. yeah like
0: i'm not letting them get back together because this might be something
1: <laughs> yeah exactly love tyler for that this really is his best era like it we is said. his best
0: era it's so funny also it's so funny because it's not like he comes out and he's like oh hey man he just comes out and he's like bye oh. like, Yeah, bounces. Like, <laughs> yeah he just, just, yeah, yeah. He, just he just interjects the like oh i'm here hanging out at carolines yeah. it's not even like I, he doesn't even try to act like it's anything different. It's yeah, so interesting. It's
1: really funny. Yeah. T- the feelings are already there for Tyler, I think. This yeah. shows it. Yeah, they definitely do. Yeah. Yeah. Back at uh, Jonas's apartment, Mr. Yeah. Dr. Martin's apartment. I never know what to really call him. Like, He's Luca's always, dad seems weird. I guess Dr. I'm Martin. i Dr. Martin. They think, call him Dr. Martin a lot. Yeah,
0: because I feel like when you're a high school, talking about adult. They have to be... They there's have to be no, last name.
1: Yeah, there's no first name. Yeah, yeah, no first
0: name basis. Dr. Martin.
1: Yeah, so new little location, which we did see with, you know, Luca and everything. But we see at the apartment, we see Elijah and Dr. Martin. Like, they're mm-hmm. sitting at a table that has... All of Alina's stuff sitting on it, which <laughs> yeah. is what I was talking about earlier. It has the picture frame of her in the cheerleading outfit, which I also think it's a really interesting like parallel that the two talismans that they used were pictures. Like Catherine yeah. had the little Oh, that's like, so
0: true. Picture
1: of herself from eighteen sixty four that was apparently her belonging. And yeah, Alina has the picture of her in the cheerleading outfit. I not know. Did I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, that's so yeah. smart. And also just like comparing the two, like one's a portrait and one is like the little like like a first day of school outfit. Yeah. It's just funny.
0: Yeah. It's very accurate Teach of their...
1: Yeah. It fits their vibes really well. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So he has the picture frame with the picture, her hair, like a clump of her hair from the brush, but also the brush because the hair wasn't enough. Yeah. Why the hair couldn't stay in the brush, (laughs) we don't know. And yeah, he has like this, like a necklace sort of thing, some jewelry, Mm -hmm. There might even be another little thing. I can't remember. Yeah, he's but he's got a bunch of stuff. Too he's much got stuff. A way too much stuff. It's a little too overkill. But, yeah, they're starting to do a spell. Elijah's sort of like, so how does this work? And, you know, they sort of, they grab hands. Elijah puts his, like, bloodied hand. They, like, you know, Jonas slices his hand, puts it on Elena on the picture. And Ms. Dr. Martin is like, look for her like yeah, clear your mind are. relax like look for her mm-hmm. and they're like scrying for her mm-hmm. and you know they elijah's doing this and then we cut to elena at slater's apartment and she's sort of like looking out the window wistfully like yeah. we're not sure why i guess she's just she's waiting to die, die. Yeah. <laughs> she's just waiting to die so she's looking out the window wistfully when all of a sudden she sees elijah's like reflection yeah in the window like looking at her and then she turns around, of course, to see if he's right behind her, and he's yeah. not. She just sort of is like, "That was weird," you know. She well, doesn't she really... freaks
0: out because they still yeah. think
1: the is dead. They haven't. That's seen true. Him yeah, since... they still think he's dead. Yeah,
0: so it's pretty yeah. shocking.
1: But it cuts away.
0: We don't really. Yeah. Get... I'm sure she's just like, "Man, I'm really going crazy over this whole thing." Like, <laughs> yeah. can't really chalk that up too much.
1: Yeah, bad time to be hallucinating in my last moments. <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: um but elijah says that he saw elena too he confirms that he saw her yeah. and that of course he knows exactly, exactly where, she, where is. she is he yeah. was just at this apartment he of course recognizes it convenient timing that they happen to do a locator spell on this day of all days in this hour yeah but whatever knowing
1: exactly where she is yeah
0: so back at uh, actually slater's apartment we see elena um, still just waiting for uh, mm-hmm. Cody and the gang to show up when instead Damon shows up. And, of course, he's there to stop her. He's obviously revealed that Rose called him. And it's so funny because Alice, when she sees him, she fangirls like, oh, my God, Damon Salvatore. Like, no way. Love yeah. that she's a
1: vampire groupie. It's so funny. It's really funny. She's- I know this to the point like that you made and that the commenter made. Like, yeah, it's fun to have, like, new vampires like yeah. the young people who are vampires or i guess alice isn't a vampire but she's in the world like yes. she she recognizes damon it's fun
0: yeah they bring such a different energy
1: yeah um damon of course tells rose like get her out of
0: here and so rose has to drag alice out yep. so that damon and Elena can have a serious chat because obviously they're both pissed at each other yep um damon of course doesn't want to hear a single thing that Elena has to say he's mostly just like saying that you know She's being a martyr and that he's going to drag her out of there. Like, he doesn't care what she says. Um, But, you know, she's just saying, like, I want to make my own decisions. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to do this. You're not listening to me. And he starts to physically grab her because he says, he's like, if you don't walk out of here, like, I will carry you out. Yep. Um, So, of course, he does start to try to grab her. And Elena throws a punch at him she's crazy for. she is crazy for that i don't know what she was thinking because of course he catches it yeah he says he's like never do that again yeah and the tension between the two of them because of course they're standing super close and he's like holding her arm in his hand and they're just staring at each other like pissed and the tension the like electricity of that moment again this is one of those times with the chemistry between these two where you're just like electric off wow.
1: the charts like i know it's so bad like they're fighting yeah. david is being so toxic he's not letting her make her own decisions yeah alina is also toxic for throwing a punch not yeah, good that was bad yeah not good also she never stood a chance but even still not good like yeah. even if she did so bad it's but so it's bad. somehow like so intimate and so good but, but you know why
0: i love it too is because it's such a book talk moment of mm. being like would you rather be with the man Who is does whatever you say, but you know, will let you die to save the world. Or would you rather be with a man who is willing to let you hate him at the expense of keeping you alive? It's
1: Research Hamlin. It's Research Hamlin.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Because that's so like this moment is Damon's like I don't care if you hate me and I don't care that you want to make your own decisions because your decision is gonna get you killed and that's not acceptable um and you know we'll talk about this a lot as the show goes because in a lot of ways that's kind of the question of the show like this is or at least of the trio the main you know couple there uh is how do you choose between them is yeah which do you prefer in that scenario yeah it comes up a lot um so yeah that this is the first kind of real intense moment of that Damon being like i'll let you hate me if it means you're alive yeah um that is what this moment boils down to so damon's reaction is um you know He's just trying to get Elena out. We see a little bit later. He's just dragging her out. When three vampires show up, presumably Cody, um, and they're, of course, there to get Elena. Elena steps forward. She's like, you know, like, I'm here whatever. whatever. I don't remember what she says, but she just steps forward like, I'm the doppelganger. And Damon just shoves her like behind him like, shut up. Like, stop. (laughs) No, it's... (laughs) it's so weird she's like thank you for coming oh like, yeah <laughs> that's what she says thank you for coming yeah damon like yeah he just shoves her it's like stop stop it
1: yeah she's just being so weird about the whole thing which yeah. i guess i'd be really acting out to if i was about to die but yeah. yeah which
0: yeah so it definitely seems like they're all about to die because damon of course is putting himself between uh, elena and them and like There's three of them. Damon is so clearly outmatched and not gonna win this. Um, but of course he's stepping up to the plate, like he's looking like he's about to try. But before anything can even happen, before anybody can even move an inch, Elijah arrives and he just kills one of the men immediately. Yeah, he
1: arrives by like killing the person from behind, like there was a person still standing in the doorway and elijah i guess probably pulls his heart out through the back yeah and then the guy just falls and you see elijah Elijah
0: just standing iconic
1: entrance he gets so many iconic entrances he always has a
0: good entrance yeah
1: damon is immediately like i thought you were dead like he literally says he's like i
0: thought you were dead i killed you you were
1: dead (laughs) yeah it's
0: such a casual reaction to seeing him again and the even more casual response is elijah who says for centuries now yeah <laughs> like, he's so blunt he's just like i just yep, love
1: him yeah it's really pretty chill considering like yeah. what's going on considering what he is doing yeah, yeah he's very chill and then you know elijah asks the two remaining people vampires not sure mm-hmm. um if they you know if they are the only people who knew like did anyone else know they were here or about yeah. the doppelganger and the guy says no like I was the only one who knew. I was going to bring her right to you, he says, when he realizes it's Elijah. Mm-hmm. And Elijah's like, well, thank you. You've been a great help. And then double heart extraction <laughs> just reaches into both and rips their hearts yeah. out. I So it.
0: good. It's like one of my favorite. Elijah has a lot of good, like, just ripping hearts and killing people yeah. moments. But this one is one of my all-time favorites because it's, it's really so up unexpected. There. It's yeah. the first time you see him do it. So, you know, we've seen Damon rip people's hearts out, but it's been like, you know women that he gets close to and then he like you know it's like a little bit more intimate and like it is unexpected but like the op- the opportunity is there elijah just does it to two full grown men mid-conversation yeah <laughs> That's it's a so good level. that is a different level
1: definitely one of his top five yeah, heart extractions
0: it definitely <laughs> is and so Damon, of course, is left there, like, immediately to square up to be like, well, I'm about to die. But and let's he's try. ready.
1: He's ready. Damon is, about, like, you know, he's, like, about to step in front of Elena. He's ready yeah. to go. But then Elijah just vamp speeds away without saying yeah.
0: anything else. Yeah, he just doesn't do anything. He just turns around. Which, of course, Rose is also bounced by this point. Yeah, she's point. gone. She left immediately, like, as soon as Elijah showed up. Yeah. Um, and then so Damon is just left standing there with elena because everyone bounced yeah like everyone's gone and or dead dead bodies (laughs) yeah so that puts an end to uh elena's attempts at getting away i guess yeah they will never let her out of her sight out of their sight ever again which somebody who acknowledges that actually is the very next scene we see elijah returned right to dr martin's apartment Mm -hmm. and he's telling him that the spell worked he found elena right where he expected to and that one of those brothers were there Mm -hmm. of course damon and um jonas is like oh i assume he's dead now or like he yeah won't speak about it or whatever and elijah's like actually no i spared him because i realized he will do absolutely anything including die in order to protect her exactly. so i'm gonna leave him around to to keep her safe because yeah. obviously elijah wants elena protected so exactly i really like this i think it's brilliant because i think a lot of people fairly complain about plot armor in this show yeah it's definitely a big issue like especially in like season four and later where it's like how the heck are they standing up against yeah. villains and things this big? Yeah, um, hell. Yeah, hell. <laughs> the entirety of, like, the devil, like, yeah. come on. Um, but this is one where it actually makes perfect sense. Is like, we have already proven Elijah has the perfect capability of killing them, and so we need a reason that he can't. And the reason being that he realizes that they're the perfect bodyguards for Elena is, like, so brilliant. It works yeah. perfectly to be like, oh, Elijah's choosing not to kill them because yeah. it will benefit him to have them alive. It's great. Love yeah. that.
1: Yeah, it works really well. Also, Elijah does say they both will. Yes, he does. Yeah, also not just know. Damon. He yeah. knows. Yes, Very perceptive too. on Elijah's part. Yeah. I thought that so, was interesting. Yeah, and well
0: played. He's playing everything He's perfectly. He's So <laughs>
1: smart. He, this is why originals is so good. Yeah. Like, th- these, are, these are baby games. Yeah. Right baby now. games.
0: Like, it really is. Yeah. But baby. Elijah
1: knows how to play all of them. Speaking
0: of baby games, this is I the don't even bo- know where we're going next. Bonnie and Jeremy. I oh, like little my tweeny God, bopper uh. high schoolers. Bonnie and Jeremy arrive at the Gilbert house. And Jeremy is not looking good at all. He is bruised, battered, and all around dirty. And so he's looking for a band-aid or whatever. I don't know. And um, yeah, his afternoon with Catherine was not good for him. Yeah. Uh Bonnie is obviously questioning, like, why did he do this? Why would he put himself in danger like this? And Jeremy admits that he did this for Bonnie, of course. Like he didn't want her to get hurt. He didn't want, you know, something to happen to her because of the spell. And she says that he can't feel that way about her. Which is such a interesting response, which, of course, he's offended by. He's like, don't act like this is one-sided. Don't act like yeah. I'm some kid who has a crush on, like, my sister's friend. Um, you know, calling her out. And then he does try to kiss her, tries to push it a little too far. Of course, Body is not ready for that. She pulls no. away. Yeah. And she says she can't. She just says I can't. I can't. Yeah. And she immediately it's too awkward. Now you got to once you deny the kiss, you got to leave. Yeah, like well, you yeah,
1: you can't. What do you say no, after no. that?
0: Like, let me help you clean your wounds. <laughs> like, no, you got to leave. So she just goes out the back door. And yeah. that's that's the Jeremy Bonnie interaction for now.
1: Pretty awkward. Yeah, very uncomfortable. Also a little uncomfortable. Damon and Alina are rolling up to the Gilbert house also. Mm-hmm. This is where Damon mentions Rose bounced. She was she yeah. got out cuz she's smart. She did the right thing. He's trying to, you know, say to Elena like, "You're yeah. being stupid," you know, and just all these things. And don't you know, Damon mentions, you know, he can't believe Elijah's alive. Yeah. And you know, Damon also says, you know, if uh, every time a vampire scare like surprised me. You know? Yeah. And they're just talking about the evening, and Elena tries to leave to go inside, but Damon it doesn't let her. He like grabs her arm again and is like, you know, this was dumb. And Elena says. I'm just trying to do for you all what you're all trying to do for me. So yeah. let me do it.
0: Yeah. And I like her response to him saying, This is dumb. She said, The only dumb part or the only part I yeah, regret yeah. is that I got caught.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She does. So yeah. but she's, but she's, yeah, holding she's holding sassy. her gun. She's giving her little <laughs> Catherine in this episode.
0: Yep. But before she can yeah. storm off from that dramatic moment, Jeremy yeah. opens the front door, because they've been talking in front of it, and he says, it's Stefan, which immediately cuts to the dramatic at the tomb. <laughs> Elena running like he's down dead. the stairs. It's yeah, Stefan. Something happened. All right. So Elena, we see rushing down the steps into the tomb, mm-hmm. but before she can actually like, go through the tomb door into the, you know, place where no vampire yeah. can exit um Damon stops her and you know he's kind of like holding her outside the door yeah. and we cut to seeing Stefan and Catherine inside the tomb like deep inside the tomb just hearing all of this uh yeah because
1: Damon and Elena are yelling at each other and yeah
0: fully like very like,
1: impassioned yes
0: they have fully escalated to just like screaming about how you know it's mm-hmm. stefan and i need to get in there and it's devastating honestly like watching their it was such a smart choice on the editor's part to cut oh, yeah. to stefan and Catherine reacting to damon and elena yelling mm-hmm. rather than keeping us on damon and elena yelling because i think seeing their reactions to that is much more impactful of oh the moment, yeah of realizing like kind of the gravity of of the yeah. situation and that stefan won't even come out there and talk to her he won't even look at her he yeah. just has to kind of hide in the the tomb and listen to Damon and Elena doing this.
1: Yeah, um, we just do... yeah. It's also, you know, I sort of said this earlier. Like their vibes are off the chart in this episode, Damon and yeah. Elena, and there is yeah. Stefan's reaction to their vibes is almost yeah. It's more powerful than their actual vibes. Like there's something so intimate about Stefan overhearing this argument between them and like
0: and choosing to stay out of it too. Yeah, to just to letting
1: them have this argument. Which, yeah. again, is very, very passionate. It's very, like, I mean, Catherine is obviously picking up on it. <laughs> Everyone except Damon and Elena is picking up on it. It's, yeah. It's it's definitely, like, romantic.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. And, and Damon, you know, we cut back to them. And Damon is, like, literally holding on to Elena, trying to keep her out of there. Elena has finally kind of gotten yeah. her anger out. And she tries to step again towards the tomb entrance. And Damon just does a little... Like, no, 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 (laughs) you're not going in there. And she kind of like huffs and puffs and then turns around and leaves. And then as soon as she leaves, Stefan then immediately goes to the door to talk to Damon. So again, clearly he was choosing to stay out of the way to make this a little bit easier. I -hmm. don't know if it is easier, but acting like it's going to be easier for Elena. Um, And Damon's just like, Stefan, (laughs) which I loved his reaction to that. And he says immediately, like, we will get you out of here, Stefan. Like, I will get you out of here. Um, and Stefan's like oh, I'll be fine but just promise me that no matter what happens you will protect Elena and Damon says I promise like of yeah, course he will of course do whatever he does. it takes yeah and so he leaves and Stefan and Catherine Catherine hobbles up and yeah. they're left in the tomb <laughs> and Catherine appears behind Stefan and says that right there was the biggest mistake you've ever made and Stefan turns and
1: walks deeper into the
0: tomb and and uh
1: yeah. yeah, he's just, just with Catherine now. Yeah, just no words. Like, he just walks back in there.
0: Because it is like, I think he recognizes, like, yeah, I don't want to have had to do that, but I did have to do that. Like, yeah.
1: I mean, he's pretty much powerless in this situation. He's what so else is he going to do?
0: Yeah, of course he just has to allow Damon to save her. And if that means that Damon and Elena are going to be driven closer together, well,. That's just what's gonna have to happen.
1: It's, exactly, it's similar to Damon. It's like he will do anything that it takes to save Elena, and he knows Damon will do the same. So he, if it's yeah, if leaving her with Damon is gonna save her, then he just has that's to trust just, that. That's yeah, what's he's happen. just gonna have to do it.
0: Yeah. So. It's not a good bad ending if you're a Selena shipper. Yeah, um, an all-around probably not a great ending for most people, unless you ship Stefan and Catherine. <laughs>
1: I love that. Yeah, I love it, their time in the tomb. I do too. It's so good. I Someone could have gotten another episode out of it. I'm shocked we only get one. Oh, I know they should have like strung it out a little bit longer. They could have. Yeah,
0: but that's where we end this one. It's, yeah, it's cut to the title sequence. After that, that is what the next episode will be: is Stephen and Catherine in the tomb, and yeah. everything
1: else going on. Yeah, very fun episode. Mm-hmm. But for this episode only three deaths in our in memoriam section obviously all killed by elijah all mm-hmm. ripped their hearts out yep. in a very dramatic elijah fashion yeah
0: only three deaths but such memorable ones yeah but such I memorable love ones yeah um then next we've got our out of pocket slash would have done differently we haven't had so many the last couple episodes but i have I one this one that i
1: was immediately like why did
0: they do that
1: <laughs> yeah i have one but it wasn't I don't know if it was, if you're referring to why did they, the characters, or the writers. But I had one for the characters. So. Oh, mine is
0: a character. Okay, okay. Mine is Tyler coming out the door oh. to Matt and, to interrupt Matt and Caroline. <laughs> I know why he did it. It's because is in love with Caroline already.
1: Yeah. That's a pretty good one. I went with Jeremy. Like, who, who does he think he is? Like, yeah. how did he really think he was going <laughs> to, yeah. yeah. How did he really think he was going to pull this off? Like, are yeah. you kidding?
0: I don't know. Jeremy is so. Jeremy, I don't know. He just wants to be
1: helpful so bad. I know, that's he what does. It comes he down does. To. And he, uh, it's like you were saying, you know why Tyler did it. We know why Jeremy does it. He yeah. also loves Bonnie. He's yeah. also blinded by love, but like. <laughs> it's they're both funny. idiots. Maybe we just. Just a tie. Just a tie teenage to the, boy to the heartsick. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's the vibe. The yeah. heartsick teenage boys.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's that works. a good winner for our out of pocket for this one. Yeah. Uh, as for quote, there weren't, like, a ton of quotes that really stuck out for me. Mm-hmm. I did pick one, obviously, just because I mm-hmm. needed to pick one. So I'm not, like, beholden to it or anything. Okay. I did not pick one. I had just have three that oh. I like. And okay, I, okay, I don't okay. care which one wins. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, that's kind of how I feel. I have one, but I don't really care if it's, like, the best quote. Mm-hmm. Um, but mine was Elena's, where she says, I don't question why everyone tries so hard to save me. You shouldn't question why I try to, so hard to save everyone else i just feel like that was good it's like very serious quote it's very elena like that's yeah that is just like the code she lives her life by
0: (laughs) yeah that makes a lot of sense it's so interesting that you choose like a quote that's so like I don't know. It, it speaks to the character. It speaks yeah, to the episode. Didn't really have anywhere else to go in this one. I'm just picking all the silly, goofy ones. That okay, was my that's, vibe. that works too. Um, I nominated uh Damon's quote from earlier when it, he was on the porch with Elena, and mm. he said, "If I had a dollar for every time some evil <laughs> yeah. vampire surprised me," it's like that was great.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's he, what I was trying to say. You you said it way better than I did. It yeah, it gives
0: the it gives that TikTok quote where it's like. I'd still only have $2, but it's weird that I have it, it twice. It, it, that's true. <laughs> that's kind of Damon. But by the end of the series, it's probably like, he's got like 20 bucks at least. At least. <laughs> at yeah. least. Um, my other two are kind of like a call and response thing, like we've talked about mm-hmm. before. Um, the first is, again, Damon, um, at the start when they go to see Catherine in the tomb, and he says, uh, oh, Catherine is like, come on in, like, come on in the tomb. Yeah. And Damon says, I'd rather poke my eyes out. <laughs> and Catherine says, mm, they're such pretty eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. She has to flirt always. always. I love her. I love her. I, I relate to her. her so hard. The other person that I love so Damon says, when Elijah arrives, I killed you. You were dead. And Elijah's, for centuries now. I just love the delivery of the for centuries. I it is now. a really good delivery. And it's such a smart response to, like, you were dead. Elijah's like, I have been dead yeah. for centuries. Yeah.
1: I kind of vote let's go with the Elijah quote even though it is like the call and response like you said. Mm-hmm. Just because we haven't given Elijah anything yet I don't say. I, don't I think, think we, we gave, gave to, him best Oh, maybe last we did. Episode. I mean I how could we not? I know I just oh, we, to him we every definitely time. did when he first showed up. Yes. Okay, well it doesn't I matter. I still us. love Elijah. So. I love
0: Elijah. We don't really get that much of him we don't We don't. I think Never we've only got a few more till he ends up in a box. So <laughs> we might as well take this opportunity while we can.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good that's good reasoning. Yeah.
0: So we'll give it to Elijah for centuries now. Yeah. It's a great one. It is really good. I love Fits Elijah. him so well. Um now song of the episode. So mm. in this episode we only had 3 songs in total. There're only 3 songs yeah, um, going on. played throughout the episode. So, I sort of have an honorable mention and a winner. I would say same, yeah. I, and I feel like we might disagree, and I don't necessarily disagree with this, because the honorable mention, I wish I could make my winner, but it's not on Spotify. Oh, we
1: have the exact same then, so I'll just let okay, you say okay. it. That was my exact rationale. <laughs> okay, good. Share same pope, yeah. So,
0: I wish I could make this one the winner, because it is, of course... Sung by Kat Graham. Yeah. Bonnie. I
1: love that they um, put that in there. Yeah.
0: I always wondered. I was like, she's a singer. I feel like they never use her music. Yeah. But they do in this episode. They have her cover of Only Happens When It Rains, um, originally yeah. by Garage, covered by Kat Graham. Yeah. So I was really happy that they played that. I
1: was singing it before we filmed this episode because it stuck in my head. It's really good. I, I do really like that they used a, like one of her songs. I know. Yeah. I would
0: have made it the winner, but it's not on Spotify, so that defeats the point of our playlist. That's, that was
1: exactly <laughs> my thinking yeah <laughs> um, so yeah i guess that means we give it to the winner which is no way out by i think it's pronounced re yeah r-i-e reese Sinclair. claire i think so yeah yeah that was a big
0: dramatic yeah. last song of the exactly. episode when jeremy and bonnie are talking and then when they find seven in the tomb it's such a vampire vibe the last big ending yeah, emotional song
1: exactly that's why i wasn't mad about not being able to give it to cat's song because i was yeah. like there's still a it good fits one. the
0: vibe really well yeah, yeah. it fits the 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 standard vampire diaries protocol of having exactly (laughs) like the finale song yeah so yeah okay so we'll be adding no way out to our best song of the episode playlist we have a playlist where we have all of the winners of best song you can go listen to it it's linked in our various bios and descriptions you'll also find there linked there uh our social media we have tiktok instagram you can participate in polls leave comments there's lots of fun discussions going on there so go check out all of
1: that You can also listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you're not already, and you can watch the video version on YouTube if you're interested in that. So join us next week for season two, episode 11, By the Light of the Moon. That is, that's probably the real Werewolf Diaries episode. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, that's, I mean, not as much Diaries, but it's Tyler's big transition episode, obviously By the Light of the Moon. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's, I feel like that's the main thing for me. And people being
0: trapped everywhere. Stefan in the tomb, Elena in the house. That's the vibe. Being trapped.
1: Yeah. Tyler (laughs) trapped in the werewolf's body. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And in the cellar. And in the cellar. Yeah. So lots of being trapped. So we'll see you for that next one. Yeah. And uh, thanks for watching or listening to this one. Bye. Bye.